What's up, everybody? We're back. Double coverage with the McCourty twins. J-Mac here on the other side of your screen. The other guy, D-Mac. Before we get started, we want to make sure everybody knows how to come hang out with us on Sunday evening. All you have to do is go out, go whatever your app store is. I'm an iPhone guy, so I know app store. I know that stuff. But the FanCred app, you download the app, you sign up, all of that stuff, self-explanatory. Once you get the app, all you got to do is look for the on-air section, and you'll see double coverage live. And that's me, and that's Dev. You can press the green button. You can get on the fan line, and you can come be face-to-face and ask us a question and come hang out with us. So uh, just wanted to let you guys know that as we get into the show. First and foremost, happy Easter to everybody that's here. That's the, that's the cool thing about having your own platform. We can say happy Easter. We could tell you. Easter is very important because Jesus, like every other human, died, but he's the only person who rose and ascended to heaven. So because of that, we are all saved. We can all live in that. We have grace. We have mercy. So um, like you said, happy Easter, everyone. I hope you had a wonderful day. I hope you took time uh, to talk about Jesus, talk about his resurrection. Um, And then most importantly, you stayed inside and you hung with your family. Today is my six-year anniversary of being married. Um, the only the only picture we took was on the couch with all three kids. All three of them made crazy faces. Six years. Six years. You don't Six even got years. no. You don't got no grades. Your wife must be amazing. She's cool. She's good. She's good. She's yeah. really good. Awesome. She, she has. Does she have grades? She puts up with me, so I mean, she has no choice but to be great. But does she have grades? Like, is she stressed because of you? That's the question. No grades, but she's probably stressed. She's dealing with the kids upstairs now, so. Well, I'm stressed. So we did we did a video today, the cool family video that I think whenever my wife finishes doing it, but it took forever. Wife took too long. It, it, it's just a hot mess. You'll see. Oh. Hopefully, hopefully it turns out pretty cool. But I would not be surprised. Good talking and stuff. I would not be surprised if we finished the whole video, and she messes up and she says it doesn't work well. I, I would not be surprised. No idea. Yeah. Stay those thoughts. We got we got Zach from Westwood coming up. We got to remind the people we're winding down the weekend. Sunday nights wind down the weekend. It's been a long week, long weekend. Enjoy your Sunday evening. So wind down the weekend. Zach from Westwood is coming up on the fan line. So. And we got we got my man Hogan coming up later. So Hogan, yes, sir. Yes, Zach, sir. what's happening? Uh, first off, coming in from the McCarty corner, Devin, right. got your playoff warrant cleats. See the yep. picture in the back? Yep. Uh, but I wanted to know, what are two players that you guys, uh, one who you've played with, one who you've never played with, that you would like to play with again or play with for the first time? But the twist is that you yeah, – they couldn't have left this season in free agency or trade or something. So somebody like knew. Uh, yeah. Uh, one guy to continue playing with, um, Chandler Jones. Every every defensive back loves a great pass rusher. So my man Chan um, and a guy that I've never played with, um, I would probably say playing next to Ed Reed. Mm. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I would say if I could continue playing with a guy, I would say uh, Jarrell Casey, who I played with in Tennessee. Uh, now he's in got traded to Denver this offseason. But like Dev said, you get a big man up there that can get after the quarterback makes life uh, a little a little bit easier. Um, and if I could play uh, with one player, man, 
I would say um, I'm going to go with uh, Deion Sanders. Um, just the way he seemed like he fired everybody up around him, charismatic, uh, the way he showboated, the way he did everything, I think would have motivated a lot of guys. So I think that would have been fun to be around. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Uh, Appreciate you jumping on, right? Yep. Happy Easter, bro. Happy Easter. I see people are asking. Hogan will be on in about 10 to 15 minutes. We'll get Hogan on. Hogan is also a father of three, so I'm sure he's going through it today, too. Twins, twins. How, how did you spend your Easter Sunday? You do anything special? Egg hunt? What would you do? Yeah, we did the Easter egg hunt right in the basement. Something, something nice and easy. My three-year-old, she's getting the hang of it. She knows how to look. My son's just walking in circles. He'll be two in a couple of weeks. He's just walking in circles. So it was a mess. The seven-year-old, we had her frustrated. Almost, she, It was a rough go for her. She couldn't find all them eggs. Her and the four-year-old, they were struggling. Our, our Kai, the three-year-old, we put them in plain sight. So she was the first one. So geeked up when she found all 10 of her eggs. And then the wife got them all a surprise if they were able to find all their eggs. So eventually, but it took up a lot of time, but eventually everybody found them. So what, what was the surprise? Caden uh, got a lifesaver, um, little sword thing. And Liana got a LOL doll and Kai got another little place that I don't know what it is. We got Ben in Columbus, Ohio though. I, it's gimmick going on. The wife wanted to go out and get him gifts. I'm not, we're not supposed to be outside. Like, they get that next Easter. They, That's not essential. That's yeah. not essential. They just got a lesson today on what Easter was. My man, man, what's happening, man? How you doing? Good. How are you guys? Good, Good bro. I uh, I go to Ohio State, and we had Greg Chiao as our defensive coordinator my freshman sophomore year. Uh, and he helped develop guys like the Bosos, Chase Young, and all mm-hmm. kinds of guys. How is he like as a coach for you guys, and how did he help you guys develop into the NFL players you guys are now? Uh, Shiano's intense. That's one thing about him. And uh, he's he's going to build a program on discipline. Uh, that's something that he truly believes in. Um, I would say how he helped me uh, as a player, I would say consistency. Uh, he was the same exact every single day. You know he was going to come in fired up. You know he was going to have high expectations for you, and he was going to expect the most out of you. And I think just being in that atmosphere uh, for four years helped me to not only become a, a really good football player, but also – raised the bar for myself as far as becoming a man, being a husband, being a father, all of those things, uh, trying to set the bar for myself high and try to be consistent every single day with it. Yeah, I would say it helped me develop just to be a leader. Um, I think obviously football-wise, we always – I think every program does that. You improve as a football player, but just being a leader um, and, and, you know, getting other guys to follow you, trying to lead men. Um, and one thing he said to us in, in a leadership meeting I always remember is he said you have to learn how to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Um, and that stuck with me forever, and, and he got that from a book. I can't remember the exact book. Um, but, you know, it, it's so true in all aspects of life, whether it's football, whether it's being married, whether it's in a job, any type of workforce. Um, to be a leader, you got to be cool being uncomfortable. And um, I've embraced that, and, and that's been a big uh, part of my life. Thanks, guys. Definitely. Appreciate you, man. I know you're Ohio State, but go RU. Yes, sir. Uh... <laughs> we got a bunch of people on Facebook. Hey, for all you guys on Facebook, go get that fan credit at so you can come on here, you can talk to us, you can click that green button, you get some face-to-face action, you get a chance to ask your question uh, on the fan line. So love that you guys are all in. Go get that fan credit app, sign up on air. I mean, we're, we're, the, we're here, we're live, so go get that. We got Ben and Fairfield coming up next.
They said, well, Dev, they said we got to get Jules on too. We're working on it. We're working on it. He's shooting Nerf gun commercials and stuff. He's a busy guy. We'll get him on. Don't worry. How long we could get him on? I don't know. We can't afford to have him on for like probably longer than 10 minutes. We can't pay his fee. That's 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 a little too much. I mean, we we doing this at home. You know what I mean? I'm in my office slash formal living room that my wife created. I don't know if you guys can see, but this would be awesome for like a sports office. Like we got some stupid painting behind us. I figure we put jerseys all throughout here. We get, you know what I mean, put some trophies, got Super Bowl trophies and stuff. And my wife shut it down just because it's right by the main door. So um, y'all stick with me. I say in about five years, um, this room will be totally different. It'll be exactly how I want it. Um, I've been letting her get away with it because I've been locked in on football, but that won't last forever. Yeah. Uh, we got Ben from Fairfield, Connecticut coming up next. But what Dev just explained is a prime example of run your house and don't run around it. So for any guys out there, take this as an run your house on those wind sprints. There's nothing in the house by your choosing. So, uh, oh, oh, we don't got Ben coming up. Actually, Chris Holman is age and he's ready to join us. So we got our guy, oh, got coming got in. Our guy Chris Holman. Got a, big, a pretty popular nickname when he first came in the league too. Mr. 7-Eleven. My God. <laughs> What's up? Kirk Hogan, Jersey guy. How you doing, man? How was your eating? It was good, man. How was yours? Complain. Stayed in the house all day, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, for those who don't, if you don't follow Hogan on Instagram, I'm sure they took full advantage. He built a whole playground set. <laughs> got it locked in. That's what happens when you put athletes inside quarantine. They just show their other talent. So big props to Hogan, holding it down for all the fathers out there doing the handiwork. I've got, I got to put my kids somewhere. You can't just have them out. <laughs> How did you get the nickname 7-Eleven? Who came up with it? How did this all come about? Oh, man, we're going back, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Miami. My first year in the league, Reggie Bush gave me that nickname. I was on uh, Hard Knocks. Stuck with me uh, ever since. It was just like a – I was a nobody. So everyone called me 7-Eleven for like my first three, four years in the league. <laughs> I'm not kid you not. People called me 7-Eleven. They didn't know my real name. That's what it was. <laughs> I mean, but if you're going to have any nickname to always be open, <laughs> you, can't, you can't beat that. Ah, it would have been better. I mad about it. Yeah, <laughs> it'd been better if 7-Eleven came with a lot of money. I know. We tried. Year, we tried. Right? <laughs> <laughs> all, I, all I could get were free slushies. That was probably the only thing I could get. Hey, that's that's huge. We don't have to wait till free slushy day, though. <laughs> <laughs> now, with, uh, with, with Mr. Thomas Brady moving on to Tampa, uh, what's your favorite Brady moment? What was it like going from Buffalo, coming to New England, getting a chance to play with the GOAT? My favorite, I think my, my, my favorite moment was, it was like that first day, of, it was like first day of workouts. I had I didn't know him. I knew, I knew Dev. That's the only person I knew. So I'm like probably like walking in Dev's back pocket, like, all right, like show me how, like, what's going on here? And uh, I see Tom. I'm like, all right, like. You know, this is Tom Brady. I, I gotta, you know, <laughs> go look him in the eye. Remember what I'm talking. He walked right up to me, knew exactly who I was, and asked me what what position I like to play the most. Where I was stunned. I was like, uh, uh. 
how crazy was it? Because we used to play you in Buffalo. Each time we played you in Buffalo, you might get five targets in the game. Yeah. You probably catch four or five of them. And like, I mean, we watch film, you show up sometimes, sometimes, but every time against us, you have at least five catches for like 60 yards Holy and God. Bill, you curse himself. Holy so how did it feel? Well, because you put Chung on me and tried to mess me up with Chung during those games. Sorry, PC, if you're listening or hear this. <laughs> how did it feel? You leave Buffalo and you come to New England and it's like, damn, getting the ball, I'm catching touchdowns, like, like why did this take so long? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I was on the other side of it for four years, trying to beat you, you know, trying to beat New England and Buffalo was like, you know, that was our Super Bowl every single game. And then you go and you see how like another organization does it. You're playing with Tom, you're playing with guys like Jules and those guys. I mean, it was it was a dream come true, you know. And Brady, it was just like going back to that whole thing. It was. I did not expect him to be the way that he was, you know, like he was just one of the guys. I was just like, mm-hmm. this is like, this is Tom, but he's just like talking. He just got, you know, just whatever, you know, talking about other things about life and football. And I'm like, dude, this is one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. And he's just talking to me. Like, I'm just, he knows my name. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking, Jay, I'm looking in the comments. So people want to let you know, they appreciate what you did in the AFC championship game. And then one name sticks out. My man, Mike Guadango. Is <laughs> I, I figured he'd be listening right now. <laughs> he said, my three boys are here. <laughs> Speaking of Jules, what was a better bromance? You, Jules, Amendola, or you, Christian McCaffrey, Greg Olson, uh, Luke Peekley? What was, what was the better? Because I saw a picture of y'all going to a game with Panthers. Y'all look like a white boy band back in the uh, <laughs> about to walk onto a con. Did you see the pictures that we used to we used to roll up in the games all together so we could get the picture? That was like <laughs> the uh, those. I don't know if you ever played with any of those guys, but yeah. they're, they're like Luke Olson. Well, I mean, you guys played. Uh, did you play against Greg at all? In no, we didn't play against Greg. Greg, they're they're awesome, and and McCaffrey. He's like, I mean, he's he's a different type of athlete, man. He, he's He's one of a kind, but it, it, the the bro the bromance was was about the, it was about the same. It was about the same. <laughs> so how's it how's it been? How you spent a year in Carolina now free agency? I'm assuming you're still you're still playing on playing football. Uh, what's this offseason been like? Start trying to prepare uh, through this pandemic, uh, through all the Corona stuff, and then getting ready with free agency, trying to figure out where you're going next. When you can't take visits, can't go. Yeah. On- and all of that type stuff it's been tough but you know it's i mean been taken uh just one day at a time i mean obviously i want to play football more than anything still so uh this whole thing going on is kind of is what it is i'm just kind of taking for you know the time that i have with the family and everything Mm -hmm. right now is that's the most important thing that i get to do in the off season so i know it's going to be a little bit more time now you know who knows when we're going to get back to it but um, I'm just trying to stay as prepared as I can. I've been, you know, me, I mean, uh, I'm still working. I've been working out since December. I mean, I haven't really taken much time off. And now just, you know, with this whole pandemic going on and everything, just trying to stay as, you know, it's it's us and Ashley and the kids. And, um, 
you know, we have a lot, you know, a lot going on here. So we're not, I'm not trying to, you know, be out and, you know, doing anything crazy, but still trying to stay as ready as I can, as I'm sure you guys are doing the same thing. So. Well, you okay. heard first. I, I think it went so well the first time. I mean, New England, we're going to start tomorrow. There's going to be a ton of articles. Devin McCourty, everybody in New England. Every time I say something on this show, it becomes. So here we go. Three years, three Super Bowls. I'm just saying, New England riders. We here to hear first, man. Chris Hogan back to New England. We get him back there. We got 7-Eleven always open. We're gonna have a new quarterback. Let's bring an old target back. Let's. That's what we do in New England. You know, Legarrette came back. Next thing you know, 18 touchdowns. Like that's what happens in New England. Deion Branch came back in 2010. Touchdowns everywhere. So New England, get a head start. Start your article now. It's 8:47. Devin has said it. Um, there you go. I'm just saying, maybe maybe Bill maybe will shoot. Bill, maybe Bill tuned into this right now. Maybe yeah. Bear, Bear, Bear <laughs> if Izzy may shut us down for next week, so hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> Before we let you go, uh, favorite memory uh, as a Patriot, and then overall your favorite memory just playing whether it's football lacrosse just your favorite sports memory i mean favorite favorite memory for me was 2017 you know in the super bowl i mean that was my first super bowl and to, that that whole experience was just like i mean it was great i mean they, they just besides the game um you know leading up to it that whole season was pretty special you know tom coming off of suspension um you know jimmy and and then just being just being around a, a winning organization and being on a team like that i hadn't been on a team like that since high school um so that was like that was something special for me to be a part of and then you know my lot the two years the last two years i mean you know going you just kind of look back on like all the stuff like all the complaining and all like, ah, oh, we got to do 300s. We got to run all this stuff. We had three minute runs. And it's like, that's the kind of stuff that I look back on. That was like the most fun, like all the, like the training camp, all that stuff. Like you, we complained probably more than any other team I've ever been on. But like, you know, we were still playing in February. Um, it was it worth was, it. It, yeah, without a doubt. Favorite sports moment for me was my sophomore year of high school, old MetLife Stadium. Never played a down, and then senior got hurt. Hogue had to step in, player of the game, hundred sixty <laughs> some yards, touchdown. Came onto the scene. It was who, who are y'all playing? Uh, Demarest. <laughs> I don't want to hear about the oh, all y'all you all probably want to. You guys were playing after us. You guys had the later game because you guys were like probably playing Burton Catholic or something like that. <laughs> you and Brian Cushing. That's that's awesome. Good for you. Sick. Then we got we gotta do this one more time. We should get Brian Cushing. We should all get a bunch of Jersey guys to talk Jersey football. Yeah. We gotta oh. do that one time. All day. <laughs> <laughs> Um, hey, hold man. Pre- appreciate having you on, man. Taking some time out of your Easter Sunday. I, appreciate I know the fans enjoy it. I mean, it took three years, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing you guys, like, I got twins. We got the whole this thing going. I mean, this is it's incredible that I had to send a text out to finally get onto this show. It's all about timing, bro. Like I'm telling you, this timing is gonna be special. It's just gonna it's gonna blow up. It's gonna be special. 
I'm going to, I can't wait to look at my Twitter tomorrow and see if there's any articles coming. <laughs> There'll be a ton of articles. That's what, I, bro, that's what we do every week. We start articles. That's there's our not, goal. There's nothing else to talk about. <laughs> and we'll um, be on the bottom of the ESPN ticker tomorrow, man. Just make sure you're watching. I'm, I'll be watching. <laughs> All right, old man. Have a good night, bro. All right, man. You guys too. Appreciate you. Go get your glass of wine or something. Hogue's a funny guy, man. I thoroughly, I thoroughly enjoy going against him in practice and just every day. Uh, like he said, those moments in the locker room, man, whether it's training camp, OTAs, whatever it is, it's always a, a ton of fun. Uh, like he said, he's another Jersey guy. We all competed around the same area in North Jersey in high school around the same time. So, uh, Look, we done started it, man. Bring it back, Bill. Bring 15 back. Hogan, resign, please. Let's go. I love the idea of bringing Chris Hogan back. Use your influence with BB, Devin. <laughs> getting it, we getting this thing going. Jared Stidham to Hogan for. Hey, don't aren't we trying to give some stuff away? Yeah, yeah, we are gonna give some stuff away. Should I announce that right now? Yeah, why not, man? We, we got our, yeah special. We got special giveaway Easter. Like we said, it Easter Sunday. We are all saved. So we got some friends over at Norma Tech and Hyper Ice. I mean, if you're if you're around any of the recovery world, workout world, you know Norman Tech, you know Hyper Ice. So we got both. So right now, everybody's at home. You're doing home workouts. You're getting after it too. Like I've seen some people's videos. They're really intense. I got my Peloton downstairs. We cannot forget to recover. We got to do recovery. So um, anybody, this is your chance. Post a cool, creative workout video. You at home. I don't know if you're lifting a couch. If you're putting a fridge on your back like Icebox and Little Giants, whatever you're doing at home, post a video, hashtag double coverage, tag Hyper Ice USA and NT Recovery. Um, and we're going to pick a winner. You know, tag those those two companies, Hyper Ice, Norma Tech. We're going to post all of this on our social media feed so you don't have to, like, remember that I said NT Recovery and Hyper Ice USA. We're going to post it. But, you know, hashtag double coverage. Uh, tag those two and we're going to send you a cool gift. We're going to get some tools from both Hyper Ice and Norma Tech. It'll help you with recovery. Um, my wife chases the kids around and I take out I take out my Hyper Volt. Turn it on. And then when she was pregnant last time, she always be like, are you, are you about to use the boots right now? Because I would love to jump on them. So this, is, this goes for anybody, any type of workout you're doing, chasing kids, riding a bike, getting your squats on. You need to recover, man. You need to recover. So if someone's pregnant, they could just be sitting on the couch, and that's a workout in itself. And sitting that being, being pregnant is real. So I, I've never experienced it. But if, you, if you're pregnant and you need to send a video, you're just walking or something, and it's a good chance you could win this gift package. So. We need everybody, man. Just send a video, post a video of yourself doing a cool workout, man. I think it's going to get a lot of buzz. It'll be cool. Everybody's doing some type of workout. So uh, just shoot it in, put it into the social media atmosphere. There we go. We got uh, uh, Ben in Fairfield is back on the fan line. He's back. For you guys, go get that fan, fan credit app, download the app, sign up, and then come find us. That's all you got to do. Find the on-air section, double coverage live, and you'll find us. What's happening, man? Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, happy Easter. Happy hey, Easter to you too, man. Thank you. Um, so I just want to say, Hoax is a funny guy. I didn't know how funny he was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we used to go at it in practice, man. Competitive, too. 
so they saw a report regarding Dante Hightower, Jeff Howard, two weeks ago, and he likes to speak English. Do you think he's going to stay long with us? You said, uh, will Hightower stay longer? Yeah. Yeah, uh, he's he's under contract, and I know uh, he loves being there. He loves competing. Uh, we fully anticipate uh, him to be there. Uh, obviously, some of that stuff is out of our control, out of his control. Right. So uh, I think you just take it day by day. He's going to be there next year. So looking forward to competing with him as uh, one of the uh, great leaders on our defense and motivating, getting guys going uh, week in and week out. Yeah, high knows if I'm there, he's there. That's a deal we made a couple years ago, probably I think it was like 2015. So um, I fully expect to see Hightower there. Somebody asked us, how do we feel about SG3 being released? Um, uh, it's just tough, man. Like Jay just said, stuff is out of our control. Uh, Steve is a gamer, man. He's kicked so many clutch kicks. Um, I remember just being in big moments, whether it was a Giants game and 15, uh, played Baltimore at home in 2010. Um, there was just so many times, the Super Bowl uh, 53, where he goes out there to kick and you're, like, you're not worried. You just have so much confidence. Um, and I've never played in a game not really having it. Like I've always had him, um, that insurance of when a guy goes on the field, um, you expect him to make the kick. And um, it's a great feeling. I would say one other you know, thing that doesn't get talked about a lot is I've been on kickoff team all 10 of my years. He kicks a ton of touchbacks, which as a starter, you love, you jog down, you jog off. Now, Matt Slater, he's not a huge fan of that. He, he wants to go down there and cover those kicks. Um, so, For me, like my, my uh, Steve memories, none of them will have anything to do with the football field. Me and Steve both had surgery this season, so we were rehabbing at the facility throughout the offseason. So all my Steve memories will be us coming into work, talking about, uh, how chaotic our households were, how bad our kids were, uh, talking about the wives, just talking about family stuff. Steve is a straight clown, uh, prankster, jokes 24-7. So I think just his demeanor, his personality in the locker room is definitely going to be best. Uh, like Dev says, it's part of the business that you uh, hate to see. We got Josh and uh, Connecticut coming up next on the fan line. Somebody asked about a Tooney trade for Tua. We'll get into that next, but – Oh, yeah, and then I'll, and I'll answer Darren from Facebook next, too. Okay, sounds good. Sounds good. Josh from Connecticut coming up next on the fan line. D-Mac, J-Mac, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, bro? Josh trying to be a co-host, man. He's not playing. Yeah, what's up, bro? I'm coming here every week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, I have a, a question for you guys. So what you guys been doing on your quarantine days? Like, what's a regular day? What you guys been doing? Man. Uh, not, not not a ton. Uh, I'm still I'm, I'm right here in Foxborough, so because I had off season surgery, I'm able to still go up to the facility from a medical standpoint and work with the trainer. So uh, the facility is completely empty. There's like five of us up there, uh, so I go in there for a few hours, get my workout on, and then I'm back. And once I'm back, it's full teacher mode, trying to figure out the work that the kids got to get done. If it's not teacher mode, you're trying to help fix. Play it's just it's it's twenty four seven once I get home. Yeah, it, it, same thing for me. It's been hectic, but I sat there and I was like, man, if I didn't have these kids, though, I would be so bored. You watch um, TV shows. What do you mean? I watch TV stay nap, and then I watch TV shows at night. So. I did. I did put a desk together uh, Friday night for my old my oldest. So uh, I'm Bob the Builder here too at the house. So. <laughs> he didn't hey. tell y'all he he finished a whole bottle of wine while putting a desk together too. Hey. Hey. Not bad. 
but to follow up to that, uh, how does that differ from a regular off-season day, like not quarantined? What do you guys go on vacation? You going to Disney? Yeah. What do you do? Like, you- like we we go on vacations, and then I live in New Jersey, right by New York City. So me and my wife would like for her birthday was March 18th. We would have went and, and watched a show in New York City. Like we do a bunch more just with you know the extra free time we have. We try to get out, and I, I think the biggest thing I miss is uh, my mom and my in-laws live close to us. Yeah. We come over all the time. We take the kids over there. So uh, that's been that's been a huge you know missing point, especially the kids. Like they come up and they want to go see their grandparents, and they tell us. But quarantine season. Yeah, I think the toughest thing, like you just said, for me is being able to take the kids places. Like we do all those things. Like we'll probably go on a vacation or two, usually in the off season. Uh, but for me, it's just like going to the park that's walking distance from the house or like going to the little trampoline place, finding different things to do with the kids, then being able to go play outside with friends, the small things that I feel like we just take for granted that you do on a normal basis that now it's just like, you have to think about everything. Like, Oh, I got to go to Walgreens. Oh, do I have my gloves? Do I have my mask? It's just, we're living in a different time right now. So (laughs) there's a time that you get away from your teammates too. Is this like your time away from them? Yeah. Yeah. We won't see them until the end of the month. So I don't even hang out. I don't even hang out with J Mac. Yeah, he's in Georgia. <laughs> I'm in Massachusetts, so nobody want to be around his kids, man. Okay, All right, it was good to know. Yes, sir. Right, I guess we'll see you next week. Ah, uh, yeah, you you know it. <laughs> All right, so Deb, Tooney trade for two. Are you doing it? Um, I don't know. I'm. I I, I can't. Tooney's a dog. I mean, whatever they trade. Duffel bag tunes, man. I'm hoping. I'm hoping duffel bag tunes comes back with a new duffel bag and all of that. Um, but like you said earlier, things are out of our control. I don't know. Like they say, for two, it wouldn't be for two. It'd be for a pick. Who do they pick? Like who knows for all of that? Um, but Darren had asked me, "How do I come up with these epic speeches? Do you write them down?" For one, appreciate you calling it epic. Um, but for me. Um, I definitely think about it. I don't write it down or anything, but I think about the week. I think about what goes into the week. Um, I'm always reading different verses, different devotionals. Um, I like to do some outside. I call it reading, but audible, uh, listening to books. So I try to put things that are coming through me. Um, And Tony Evans, I heard him one time say, don't let blessings come to you, but let them pass through you. And I I feel like when I hear things, if I think it's meant for our group, um, I just try to shed that and, and, you know, do it in my type, my way, um, which is very loud and emotional. So that's usually what you guys hear on Sunday afternoons or nights is me just being loud that J-Mac always talks about. Uh, another question that came up here, uh, are either one of you binge watching anything? I just finished uh, part four of Money Heist. I got two episodes left. We finished Ozark. Finished Ozark. Um, currently watching Homeland, which is you, uh, yep. Ozark. You know what I just started? Hunters on Amazon Prime, which is pretty good. Okay, I haven't seen that. Mama Mac, Mama Mac and, and Van Oy told me about that. I am watching Kirby Enthusiasm, too. That's pretty. That's a funny show. It's, it's different, but it's it's not bad. It's like one of those shows you put on to pass the time. You get you some laughs in here, opposed to like the Homelands and the Ozarks, where you're like full on have to pay attention and you're fully locked in. Narcos is also a show that's really good, too. Did you see this? What do you think about the rumor about Gronk coming out of retirement to go play in Tampa Bay? I don't I don't think about it. Yeah. I mean, Gronk's having so much fun. Now. I, I can't envision him, but if he does, hey, have fun in Tampa. But I don't I, – I, 
CJ on Facebook said, how do you keep up uh, your level of fitness? Peloton, baby. Uh, I'm hitting the Peloton a little bit at the facility too. The uh, assault bike is killer uh, as well. Um, I did 12.8 I did miles today. 45 minutes of mountain ride with Robin. You might as well just go get you a bike and just go ride around, right around town. Wow. Robin, Robin NYC though. Great Tabata classes and playlists be on point, on point. If you if you get on, just to tell you. Okay, there you go, there you go. But yeah, keep our fitness. You got to go work out. You got to put the time in. If it's at home, if you got to, if you got to maybe a one-on-one gym that you can be in, uh, but you got to put in the time. Just go for a run outside. Go for a bike ride. You got to figure something out to keep this, uh, keep your fitness up. Um, Guadango is hyped because he just he told me I need to watch Kirby Enthusiasm. So when you said that, he just commented. I told you, Dev. <laughs> told you. It's a it's a it's a funny show. You should check it out. You'll enjoy. Who, who is? Do we have anybody backstage? Nah. Okay, yes. We so do. who are we do? Joe in North Attleboro is backstage on the family. All right. Well, who was, who was the toughest receiver you had to cover? Um. Throughout I, want I think you had, we got asked this before. Yeah. Every time. Um, how's it going, boys? How's it going? What's up, Joe? How you doing? I'm good. Uh, first thing, DMAC, Hunters on Amazon Prime. Fantastic. Fantastic. I think I'm on episode like three or four. Me and the wife just started it. Yeah, I'm all for that. Um, the, the, my mom's yelling at me for being too loud. <laughs> I know I was going to ask. I know it was kind of weird. But obviously the draft is coming up. And I was just wondering, do you guys ever look at, like, prospects and see, oh, he kind of reminds me of myself and, like, how I play? Like, has there ever been a prospect like that? Uh, for me, not that I can remember. Um, I probably haven't really watched much college football uh, since probably my my, uh, my first year. When Deb was still in college, I was always watching it. And I was kind of watching Rutgers. And since then, I really, I only will watch a Rutgers game every now and then. But for the most part, if I'm watching football, it's probably watching NFL and it's some form of uh, film study. So I really can't say that there's been a guy on, but oh, he looks like the next me or anything. And I'm not that good to really see guys and say that. Yeah, I mean, you just know people, every year people get tagged and say he's like this guy. He's like, but I, like, who, who knows, man? I remember when Byron Jones came out, he played in the Big East just like me. And people said that because he, he had a chance to play safety and corner. He's done that, but um, he's a far better corner uh, than I was. And he, he's making $18 million a year. I've never I've never made that. So he he's doing a lot better than me. <laughs> you guys watch The Office. Big, big Michael Scott fan. I was just – If uh, you follow our T-shirt game, you know. Yeah. Got the Dwight Schrute's, the Jim Halpert's. You know, we're, I'm, I'm, we're all in on The Office. Uh, a tough receiver, Dev. I'll give you a guy that played here in New England that uh, is extremely underrated that people don't talk about that was a good player, Brandon Lloyd. Mm, okay. Really, really good player. So Joshua, Joshua on Facebook, what is your greatest professional moment? Hmm, greatest professional moment. I'll say the first time I started um, in Tennessee. I won't, say, I won't say greatest, but the Super Bowl was obviously probably the greatest, but just to give another one. The first time I got a chance to start a game in Tennessee, uh, running out the tunnel, I believe we were playing New Orleans, but just that moment of, of 
you've worked so hard to get to that level and then let alone to be a starter to hear your name announced to come running out the tunnel uh just fired up that was that was a, a moment i'll always remember i'll give a quick story coming out uh pre-draft visits i get a draft visit to san diego go meet with the staff i think they had they had a, a fairly high pick um and they basically was like we're taking a running back so i'm leaving like well i still want to be a first rounder so I guess is not it. And Philip Rivers is walking into the facility and the dude stops. Philip Rivers talks to me, introduces himself and like has a has like a, a minute to a minute and a half conversation with me right out right outside the facility. And I walked away like, damn, Philip Rivers is cool. And I always knew he was tough and competitive. Um, and then you fast forward. Uh, I think it was like week eight or nine. My first interception, Philip Rivers throws a fade route down the sideline. Um, I pick it off. Then in the Pro Bowl, my rookie year, Pro Bowl as a rookie, I'm sitting on the bus and Phillip Rivers is like, man, what coverage was that? It was covered too, but you were sinking and then you just took off. And I thought I was going to get, and I was like. You told him all the secrets. I was like, damn, Phillip, Phillip Rivers. Ever since then, Phillip Rivers has been my guy, man. I love the way he competes. The fact that he talks trash, uh, fired up, uh, uh, I'm big on that. Oh, here's a good question. How do your wives get through the football season all the time away and taking care of kids? Um, I would say for one, they're they're just they're they're freaks of nature, they're beasts. They get it done um really around our schedule too. I mean, we I think one of the best things we do is Mondays we go out to eat and I think it gives us a chance to just talk it and kind of see where our wives are at mentally. And you know, I remember having a conversation and Jay's wife was like, even when you guys retire, you guys will probably pick something that you want to do and we'll still, our lives will still be revolving around you guys. And like, we just talked about that probably for like two or three hours, but um, they just knock things out. And I think one thing that we always try to do is be there uh, when we can. We uh, we both have calendars that we use on, on the iPhone that sends alerts and stuff. So, all, so our wives are all in sync with us. And um, But they just do a great job, I think, of shouldering a, a lot of the at-home duties um, and we try to pick up the slack whenever we can. Yeah, and I think, uh, like Dev said, it's just acknowledging it, um, talking about it. And I think for us, is is that's how you start to figure out, all right, I know I have to be at the facility for this amount of hours or this amount of hours with practice, taking care of my body, meetings, and all of that. And then outside of it is figuring out time management, you know, uh, to be able to help them. It's just like, all right, you may have an opportunity to do this, that, and the third, but being able to turn some things away to make sure that, uh, you're not only there to support your wife, but you're there to be uh, the father figure that your kids need and everything of that nature. So uh, Elion from NYC is uh, next on the fan line. And then we have a question after that from Facebook uh, about Cam Newton. So we'll get we'll get to that after we get Elion on here, man. How you doing, man? Good. How are you guys? Doing well. Happy Easter, man. Oh, I'm Jewish, but happy Easter to you guys. Yes, Happy sir. Passover, man. It's okay. Um, speaking of the office, I'm actually wearing a Shroot Farms. Shroot Farms. In the beat. So I got uh, two questions for you guys. Um, one is, do you how how uh how much do you guys look forward to people doubting you guys? Like, is it like something you like look forward to hearing about or look forward? to like you know um, what I mean like I know what you mean I, I think I think we're like everyone else um we just do it on a public stage I think all of us instinctually 
feed off of when people doubt us. Uh, I think throughout life, you know, you're a rare person if you've never been doubted in your life. And um, I think because the Patriots had Tom Brady for so many years and he was so great, people just assumed that everyone was like that. But I think throughout, you know, sports, throughout any job for us, throughout just people in general, everyone has a story, everyone has a testimony. And I think within there is doubters. And I think we all, we see doubters. And I don't know as much as we like we want it and we embrace, but I think we have to embrace it and, and we have to use it. You know, I, I don't look forward to it every year. You know, I don't, you know, I don't really care, but when it comes, you know, you see it and you want to prove people wrong. You want to prove yourself right more than anything. So um, I think, I don't think that'll ever change with, you know, any person uh, who's competitive. Yeah, I agree. And uh, my other question was, what is it like in the locker room during halftime? Like, especially during an AFE championship game, like when you were playing the Saints or even during the Super Bowl against the Rams? Uh, I'll say they're two different ones. So I think your normal playoff game, regular season game, halftime is quick. Uh, you get in, you use the bathroom if you have to. There may be like some oranges, bananas, a shake, some things going around to get you re-energized. And you get about maybe five minutes to yourself. And then the coaches are going to coaches locker room and no meet. And then they're rushing out of there. And as soon as they come out of there, it's making the adjustments, going over to uh, what we want to do in the second half. And the next thing you know, you're out the door and you're getting ready to kick the ball off the second half. Uh, the difference with the Super Bowl is there's a halftime show. Super Bowl halftime is way longer. So I think what I was so surprised that in 18, when I got a chance to actually play in the game, was New England's been there so much that they already have it mapped out. You know, you get in there and it was like, all right, you have five minutes to yourself. Then you come back. We'll talk about the first half. Then you'll get five minutes to yourself. Then we'll come back and we'll talk about the second half. Then you'll get three minutes to stretch, and then we take the field. So I think it's just two different things, but it's more about coming in, calming down, taking in what just happened in the first half and preparing for the second half. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Good night, man. Uh, Monterey, I think I'm saying that right on Facebook, said, would you guys want to work with Cam Newton as the Pats quarterback? We get a lot of those questions. I think for players on the team – we don't really concern ourselves with whether it's who we're going to draft, who's a free agent. Cause I think sometimes when you do those things, obviously me and Deborah twins, when I was a free agent, it was like, Oh, two McCoy's better than one, blah, blah, blah. But I think when you do that, you kind of take away from the guys that are in your locker room. So obviously Cam Newton, a former MVP played in the Super Bowl, huge, uh, a, a great NFL player. Um, and I think for us as a team, you're always looking to make your team better. If the people that's in charge feel like that'll make our team better. That's awesome. Uh, we'll love to work with any good player that's about there, I think. Uh, but for us, you deal with, all right, who's in our locker room? I get a chance. We get a chance to be around Stiddy, Hoyer, those guys. And I think for us, we're fired up about those guys. So we'll see where the offseason takes us and what happens. Triple nickel. Did you uh, did y'all clown KB for calling turnovers early? I swear the ball's in the air. He's already pointing the other way. <laughs> Yeah, but we don't like KB here anymore on this show. He's a Miami Dolphin, so like I said, I look forward to moving the left tackle and pancaking KB during our game in Miami. Uh, we got Jeff coming up uh, from New York next on the fan line. Do you have any game day rituals? I'm not really a rich, ritual guy, man. IV, IV, and watching film while I get my IV. Yeah, we all do that. I guess the guys that do that. Jack, man, what's up? Um, how are you guys? Doing well. How about yourself? Uh, I'm fine. I'm just really bored. 
Well, you, we got a chance to make that make it a little bit more fun, man. What's your question? Go read oh, a book. Um, first of all, I thought it was really cool how the Patriots donated all those masks. Oh yeah, that was awesome, um, man. My question is, what is um Belichick um telling you guys about the beginning of the season based on the coronavirus? Uh, we just talked about that earlier. Uh, my man Josh asked us, do we stay away from our teammates during this offseason? Um, so, yeah, we do. But one guy we, we definitely stay away from talking to is Bill Belichick during the offseason. <laughs> so uh, we haven't we haven't talked to Coach Belichick uh, this offseason. Um, but, I mean, his message really is what everybody else has been saying. You know, I think for football, um, obviously football is very important to all of us involved, but we all have to – you know, we have to listen to the guidelines given by the, the different governors in the different states, whether it's for me, Murphy here, um, you know, in Jersey. And, you know, I think we've just been in Charlie and Governor Baker in Massachusetts. We've just been listening to them. And I think, you know, those guys uh, have done a great job of leadership. And I think we've all kind of just fell right into that. You know, the same thing you're listening to is what we're listening to. And um, we're all hoping football can get us back to normal eventually. Definitely, definitely. Thank you. Appreciate, appreciate you, man. Yes, sir. Uh, here we go, Dev. I love Stephon Gilmore. He seems quiet and humble. What's he like as a teammate? My man, Gilly Lock is quiet, super humble. Um, right, if, if, if Steph talked more, you, there would be no question about, you know, any other names at cornerback position. Um, but I love about him. He's never changed, even with, you know, getting defensive player of the year, first team all pro last year, this year, the different accolades he's got. He hasn't changed. His attitude in the locker room hasn't changed. Um, and it won't like that's just how he is. Um, and he's just been a great teammate for the last three years. That is now right. Yeah. Three years. So um, I, I love I just love our secondary. I think it, it, it just it's guys who get along so well. Um, no one's selfish. No one wants credit. You know, everyone just wants to play together and win football games. Somebody asks, who's the hardest tight end to cover? Gronkowski. Gronk, yeah, Gronk is a beast. Uh, obviously, Kelsey and and, um, and Ertz are, are tough. Uh, throwback, throwback, um, Antonio Gates. Antonio, even when Antonio Gates was a little slower, oh, he was so quick at the top of the route and off the line of scrimmage. Oh, he was a problem. There we go. Uh, what's your diet like in the off season? Gene on YouTube asked. What diet? Wine diet. That's what we eat and drink. I'll drink either one of us. I don't have a special diet in season, off season. Uh, I try to eat as healthy as possible. Um, you but- know, you know what I just started eating a lot of too? Shortbread cookies. I had just got an inkling, and then I, I went on Amazon. I ordered like this big tin can, so I've been crushing those. And the kids don't like them. Larry on YouTube, do you think uh, Nikhil will have a, a big second year? We'll see. Hopefully, it'll help us. Oh, I like your shirt, J Matt. You, oh, okay. you came with the double coverage on. Okay, okay. Chevy uh, okay. on Facebook. What are your favorite songs you listen to before games to pump you up and get you hyped for the game? So not a pump you up song, but um, this song kind of gets me locked in mentally and gets me ready. Um, Sharon Irving, Peace, is a song. I'm not like one of those guys. I don't want to be banging my head on the locker, running out of the locker room. I like to be in a controlled mindset, locked in on visually being able to communicate. Um, and her song, Peace, really, it, it calms me. And it's like what, it's what I like to listen to right before I go out to get my mind in the right state to perform. 
Uh, Emmanuel asked a question about Nikhil and Jacoby too. Could we see them uh, produce more in year two? I think it would be the same. Thing with our rookies, we don't know what rookies are gonna do. Yeah, you you hope you hope, but I'm not the guy that's like, oh he's gonna be this down the third. I think for those guys, they're wherever they're at right now. They're working hard, and like everybody else in the league, they're getting ready. And uh, like Bill always says, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Um, somebody asked for me they to be realize my glass. I got fuller too. I respect that. To be honest, who blew the coverage in uh, Super Bowl 53? Um, like I said, after the game, we all blew it, but we were able to make a comeback. Uh, Josh in Tampa, Florida is backstage. He better not come on here talking about no Tom Brady. Yeah, Josh, I ain't heard that. Coming up next on the fan line. He hey, guys, how you doing? What's happening, man? How you doing, well, Josh? I, I will say I just moved down here from Boston about a year ago, and uh, – I will say I'm devastated. He's not on the Pats, but if he's got to be somewhere, at least I can watch the GOAT play all year. You know what I'm saying? Super Bowl's in Tampa. Should be live atmosphere. Hopefully New England versus Tampa in the Super Bowl, maybe. Who knows? I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah, I hope we... y'all, we y'all got to handle your biz. I love you, Tom, but, you know, Pats for life. <laughs> there you go. But uh, my question here is um, you guys lost a lot of pieces, a lot of great players, KBN, um, Collins, Alandon Roberts, unsung hero, Harmon. Who do you see on this roster for younger guys like a Chase Winovich, Juwan Bentley, Derek Rivers? Can he finally kind of? I know he's been hit with the injury bug, but who on these guys? Obviously, J.C. Jackson has stepped up, and you know he's undrafted free agent, amazing player, uh, great to watch. But you got Joe Juwan Williams. I know Jason. I'm mentioning quarterbacks for the uh, competition, but. Um, uh, I mean, I think we have a lot of – as old as this roster is, we have a lot of old, young, you know, youth that you guys have more insight than I do, you know, from watching. But where do you see those guys fitting in and stepping up and taking over those spots, you know, and just wondering that. Yeah, as uh, far as, like you just said, my guy JC, who I call Gerald, and uh, Jawan, he, he, people always call him Joe Jawan. <laughs> he doesn't understand it. And I was breaking down to him the way his name is spelled – why it sounds like Joe Jawan, but um, oh, nah, I see I, it now. Oh, okay, shit. <laughs> for me, as the old guy in our room, man, I love having young guys to be able to talk to and to be able to watch them grow. Like watching JC these last two years to come in. I remember when he got there as rookie year, I was like, how in the world did you not get drafted from day yeah. one on the field? You could see how talented uh, he is. And just for me to be able to watch him grow in just a two year span. I'm excited to see what's to come for him. I think he still has a, a lot of room for improvement. I think he's only getting better. And I think the same thing for Jawan. Obviously, last year our cornerback group was deep with Steph, uh, myself, JC, and then also Jay Jones, who plays so many different positions uh, in our secondary. But I think the one thing with Jawan, he got opportunities late and he made the most of them when guys uh, went down with injuries. He's a guy that works hard. So. Uh, I think like the other guys we talked about earlier, man, you, it's a wait and see how everything's going to pan out. But I think uh, his work ethic and his mindset is there. So uh, you just look forward to watching those guys grow. Yeah, I think, and I think all the guys you named, whether it's Bent, D-Riv, Chase, all those guys are working their butt off. So um, I'm excited just for the opportunity to get who grows into what role and all of that. We'll see. Um, but I will always say, since I've been in New England the last 10 years, we have guys who are just waiting for opportunity. So I'm excited when that opportunity comes. You guys have seen it through the years. Next you name Malcolm Butler's, the whoever you want to go down the list of guys who stepped up, uh, Akeem Ayers in 2014, Jonathan Casillas, 
who came in, guys got hurt. They stepped up and played great football. So I'm excited for whoever those guys will end up being. And last last thing real quick, uh, how happy you guys that you're bald and you don't have to worry about finding a barber in this pandemic. My hair is mess. I, I, I've been showing love to all you people who can't get a haircut. I'm not touching my facial hair, but my, my bean, my bean is clean. Oh, yeah, I got to be jealous. jealous of that. Go <laughs> ball. It off. Go ball. <laughs> well, thanks, guys. Hey. Good luck this season, whenever this starts this season. If it starts this season, do you guys, wait, what, do you guys think it's going to start delayed on time, minicamp, OTAs, <laughs> training camp, preseason? What do you guys think is going to happen with that? Well, no. We just waiting to see. Whatever safe. I know that. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Have a great night. Good season. Mm -hmm. uh... Yes, sir. We got um, John from is coming up next. But somebody asked, they have a nine person, Triellos or Tarantellas? Tarantellas. There we go. I would agree. Hey, guys. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing, John? Doing great. Doing great. Yeah, I'm. I have a, a question. Um, you know, I've been a Patriots fan since Bledsoe was around back in 93. My brother, he's 10 years older, so he got me into liking football and the Patriots. I, I was a Chiefs fan because my dad's from Kansas City, but I switched. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so one of the things, uh, like with social media, uh, do you, are you guys allowed to, like, respond during, th- during the year? Or is it just do you have people, you know, calling for you? Because the reason why I'm asking is, I had sent you, a, I think, uh, on Instagram, Devin, that I, I was coming up to buy a jersey, either you or Van Noy. And unfortunately, Van Noy is gone. So I'm like, crap, I made the wrong decision. <laughs> so I went to the pro shop. They only had one um, uh, Van Noy jersey. So I, I was asking for a McCordy because I you know, wanted Devin's number because a long time ago, you uh, – you signed, I think, I don't know what game it was, but you, you signed my hat. I'm like, oh, man, you, you got a piece of my heart now. <laughs> <laughs> well, appreciate that, man. Sometimes we see stuff. Sometimes we don't. Um, I'll say during the season, like, we're in and out on social media. Like, being able to check it depends on, like, the schedule and stuff. So, sometimes we see stuff. Um, and we have a marketing team that helps us kind of do some of that stuff, too. Um, but during the season stuff, we're like – off season, we're always able to do stuff like this. To me, is a, a lot of fun to just interact um, more than just even like Twitter, where you're just reading something. And sometimes you don't even know what people mean by the, what is right. said. So that's why this has been a lot of fun being able to do this. Yeah, I just came across this and like literally, I was like on Facebook, but then I was like reading comments, like, oh wait, I got to go to a different like this uh, this new app. Yeah, yeah fan credit, man. Yeah. We appreciate you. We appreciate you stopping Thank on you guys. Hey, over Kansas City, man. Thank you. We got our, our last person coming up next, finally, uh, in Wales. Fin, Finlay from Wales is coming up. Uh, it's actually 3 a.m. Uh, where he's respect. at. He's back, Steve. Respect. Yeah, man. Late night. Mm. Hi. What's, up? What's um, happening, man? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's half past two over here, so uh, it's quite late. Um, <laughs> yeah. So you've probably been asked this question loads of times, but... Um, What's the reaction to sort of getting the call that um, that obviously Jason was joining the Patriots and obviously you playing there as well? Like, we, how what was the reaction like? That must be insane. Like, yeah, man, I was, I yeah. was shocked. You know, for me, because Bill called me and was like, "Yeah, we just traded for him," and I'm like, "Dang, okay, my text message worked." You know, yeah. and I know, like every time I tell that story, people are like, "Well, you should text him about this person, that person." I'm like. 
Nah, because there's only one person in the world that I wanted to play with more than anything, yeah. and I was my twin brother. So uh, yeah. it's almost like you got one lifeline and you get to use it, and I used it in the right time. And yeah. um, man, I was ecstatic, and it, it was cool for me because I got to hit. I had to call Jay, and I was yeah. the first person to tell him. Um, so just something like that, you know, being twin brothers to break the news to him and then to my mom, um, yeah. was, you know, I'll never forget that moment. I mean, it's, yeah, it's my quite mom, a fairy tale story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super Bowl together, and it's like it's like a dream come true. It must have been. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, that first year was awesome, man. Roller coaster, but uh, to be able to finish it off, like you said, from that moment where the call in March to find out I was joining the team to all the way till February, yeah. almost a year later, to hoisting up a Super Bowl trophy yeah. uh, together, and then I was the guy on the team that was just like not the voice of reason, but like the voice of like failure. Like, Hey, we may be, we might've lost two games, but Hey, there was a season where I only won two games. So I was that guy always positive. So it was a, a great yeah. run. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, that was it. But, um, yeah. Hey, man, Thank you very much. Get, get some sleep. Yeah, I know I should. Yeah. You don't got sleep. No, you'll be all right. <laughs> Take care. There we go. Hey, you too, man. Melissa said, uh, what team are we most afraid to play next year? Are we not afraid to play anybody? Um, how do you think Jared Stidman pans out? Um, he pans out. Um, Joe, one of the best moments after winning the Super Bowl was seeing how happy you two were. Couldn't imagine being able to celebrate that feeling. We appreciate it, and it was amazing. Amazing. Yes, we head out of here. Somebody asked favorite defensive coach. I'll say this real quick. My all-time favorite defensive coach, uh, Dickie Bird, Dick LeBeau, amazing, amazing coach, uh, smart, who he was as a person, elite, elite. So um, just it was a different angle. I know you was going to name someone out in New England, obviously. But before we head out of here, uh, another episode of Double Coverage. Make sure you guys go to whether it's iTunes, uh, YouTube, make sure Double Coverage with the McCordy Twins and you guys hit subscribe. Make sure you follow us this week. Like I said, we got a giveaway from Normatech and Hyper Ice. Make a video at home doing a home workout. Hashtag double coverage. Tag Hyper Ice USA, NT Recovery. Um, and we're going to send out a gift to you guys. And before we get up out of here, you know what it is. Wind down the week. Mama, we made it. There we go, man. Make sure, like Dev said, go follow us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, at McCordy Twins. And we'll follow up with the Hyper Ice and Norma Tech stuff. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. See you next week. We'll have another guest. Uh, we'll see who it's going to be, and we'll let you guys know as we get a little closer. So you guys have a good night. Happy Easter, and happy six-year anniversary to J-Mac. Shout out J-Mac holding it down.